Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Wow, every now and again a song comes along and it just gets inside you and that is one of those tunes like I used to and it is from Sharon Van Etten and Angel Olsen collaborating together just the most perfect union of two mastermind singer-songwriters in their own right coming together John Congleton on the production Springsteen vibes are plenty and just that cascading melody of the keys it's just gorgeous Well, hello. That's to kick off today's Soho Radio Show. My name's Georgie Rogers. This is Music Discovery. I'm with you every month sharing all of my new music discoveries and all of my favourite new music across the alternative and electronic spectrum. Sometimes throw in some other genres too. It's just, it's just, you know, it's a ride. So, yeah. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday. I'm with you till four o'clock. I have Jakarta People as my feature guest this month. They're a duo, electronic duo from Buckinghamshire. If you're a fan of Fortet, Floating Points, Bonobo, all those kinds of artists, then I think you're going to be into Jakarta People. So I'm going to be check, uh, checking in with Rob and Aaron later on on the show. Loads of great music to play you. This is brand new from Corliss. First new music in five years. This is Black Rainbow. Welcome. You are locked into Soho Radio, and I'm very pleased to have on my guests on Music Discovery this month. It's Jakarta people. It's Rob and Aaron. Hey guys. Hey Georgie. Hey. Thank you for having us. Pleasure. How are you? The loaded question. How are you? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. It's it's a busy time, um, and things are opening up, and the sun's coming out, and uh, it feels good. It feels like a really nice time for us. And uh, yeah, how about you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. good. Like you say, yeah, everything feels a little bit better, doesn't it? Now the sun is shining and there's the, the, the possibility of going inside a pub. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a dream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are based in Buckinghamshire, right? Or are you London-based but grew up in Buckinghamshire and that's how you guys met? How did you come together and start making music? Um, we, I mean, we met school uh, 10 years ago or thereabouts and yeah out out in bucks um which is kind of where we're based now for the moment uh and yeah we just we grew up playing in indie bands and did that whole thing and uh yeah we've kind of just grown up listening to music together and playing music together and writing and then producing so you know it was kind of really natural for us to just fall into this project it was we've done a load of different things over the years but yeah this feels like the most natural thing we've ever done really Chicago people this is like this is where we we're happiest when you say Rob this is like our happy place like yeah this is kind of like um you know there's been various iterations that haven't been quite right haven't quite aligned with our taste completely whereas kind of this is the first time where it's felt um 
we're making the music that we genuinely want to be making which sounds like it would be easy to do but actually it kind of takes work to figure out what that is um, yeah 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 for sure it takes time to find your voice and actually figure out what kind of artist you want to be and when you find that it's so liberating in a way at what point did you did you start thinking okay we want to go down this route of making quite like ethereal vibey electronic dance music but that's on a, a slightly more left field tip yeah i mean we've been we've been listening to acts like Border Canada and Aphex Twin and Forte and Caribou for for years, all through the time that we were making those, you know, that indie music and the guitar music and whatever. And then it kind of came to a head probably towards the end of 2019. We were like, well, actually, why don't we just put our own attention into this? And we really kind of had no expectation of what this project would look like. It was just about we've done this for so long together why do we do it a bit longer and there was no we we've we talked about it quite a lot there's absolutely you know there's been no expectation about this project it's just like this is what we love doing and it is a bit of a cliche people people say all the time just make what you love and but it really is like you say liberating it's very freeing to just to do that and uh from there it was kind of we locked into that and now that's it's kind of our default you know we don't you know everyone still has to work to write music and make music but it's we come back to it every time now and it seems to kind of connect with people which makes it even sweeter i think as well what are the benefits of being a duo and how does it work what's the process (laughs) (laughs) i I smile because we we're we're just quite different people i think and we we work quite differently uh so we don't really get on each other's they don't step on each other's toes really we we're we're often just it's always bouncing back and forth and that's and that's that's the best thing for me about having duo is just having like a you know because we're working together so long just having someone on your wavelength who's just there and can kind of pick up where you're and fill in the gaps where you're not offering so we do a lot of like like this it kind of works like that and we it just it feels very natural i, I can't imagine not working together wouldn't you say rob like that's like the big thing yeah it really helps as well in kind of terms of output but the amount of times we've kind of i've sat down on my own and, and written a piece of music and thought oh this is dreadful straight and then you know next session we've been in together played to Aaron and he hears something and then it becomes kind of a greater thing whereas you know if I'd been working on my own it would have just ended up in the trash you know yeah Um, yeah it's having that person that can help you sort of shape the ideas and then build the layers and whatever Mm. who is the person when a line needs to be drawn who is the person out of the two of you that's like, right, this is done now. We've got to stop tinkering. If we're talking about that point, I'd say probably me, because Rob's Rob is the perfectionist, like, and he and yeah, to Rob... my detriment at times. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob Rob mixes our records as well, and that's something we're looking to kind of spread the load on. But I've been very lucky to work with Rob, and I get to be like, okay, the creative production arrangement stuff done, and now leave it with Rob. So it's kind of, I feel like sometimes it's harder for Rob to distance himself from it because he'll be there spending that week just buried in a mix and I'll be like, it's great. He killed it. Let's move on. But I think in the in the creative process, we're both, we've learned to be very good at like, oh, maybe we shouldn't spend three hours trying to, you know, find this one synth part if it's already doing the right thing. Or And I think we're, and you, you kind of have to learn that process of being like, um, I was listening to something, I can't remember what it was, about how, you know, there are so many ways you can present a different idea, but to present a better idea is, like, really rare. And, you know, if you're presenting loads of different ideas all the time, it's very rare that you'll progress, you know. Um, so we do a lot of, okay, well, we spent an hour on this, where is it at? 
And uh, I think we're good at that, Rob. I mean, you, you might be like, yeah, <laughs> you're not good at that. No, it's <laughs> interesting because I think the creative process, you have to kind of find a balance between kind of spontaneity and kind of whatever the opposite of spontaneity is, you know, perfection, I guess, kind of working too much of one thing can ruin something. You know, you've got to have a certain amount of spontaneity and a certain amount of stuff that's kind of been been worked at and perfected, I think, which is a hard balance to, to find. Yeah, it is. Yeah. For sure. And- especially when the possibilities with electronic music are just endless. And what you guys do so well is bringing these elements together. It doesn't feel overcomplicated, but it feels very rich in sound. Thank you. I mean, thank you. That's that's like a, a big part of what we're going for. So that's great that you hear that. Yeah, it comes across very effortless, but actually there's a lot that goes into that. And I know because I've started to play around with making electronic music and it's, yeah. Oh, cool. Keeping awesome. things, I mean, very early days, very early days. <laughs> But yeah, keeping that simplicity, but also with it feeling enriched, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I think you look at all the artists that, that you probably love as well, you know, Bonobo, Forte, George Fitzgerald. People probably think going in that, you know, the reason why it's so good is because they're, they're so complicated, these songs they're making, and they're so rich, and they are rich, and they have so much depth, but an acts like Forte especially do this so well that they can really consolidate one or two key ideas in a track and make them the best the best version of themselves and that and that there's your track there's your as opposed to just adding loads and loads all the time and it is hard restraint is really hard in electronic music because it's so easy to just keep adding yeah. it's it's so easy to do that isn't it Rob yeah. and we've done we've, yeah. we've been guilty of that before but you know you learn you learn as you make and uh it's a fun process it's a it's enjoyable for sure so we recently got your new single second story sunlight <laughs> which I played on last month's show. It sounded really, really great. And you said you sent me a little voice note saying it was in the winter months, but you were thinking of kind of positive things and, you know, coming out of the lockdowns that we've had because of the pandemic. How, how do you feel people have connected with that track now it's out there in the world? Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the response has been so lovely, number one. And we're, you know, always grateful when people interact like yourself and, you know, people popping up saying how they're connecting with it. And that's great. I think I think it was just the right time to release that piece of music because I think it probably represented a lot of what people are feeling, you know. So, you know, the sun's coming out, people are feeling more optimistic. I think, an art, you know, if a producer or an artist can release music that kind of represents a bit of what's out there in the world, it's always going to connect, you know. So I, th- I think we felt that and we've had, we've had comments like that, haven't we, Rob? People interacting with that track in that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting kind of thinking back on kind of when the gestation of the track how it kind of came at such a kind of bleak time for everyone it's um you know we were definitely kind of searching for some kind of optimism in the work that we were doing around that time mm-hmm. um yeah and it, it was right it was the the lockdown over christmas i think so really we'd had time. a bit of a lift yeah it was <laughs> and that was such a rough time wasn't it i mean everyone was just we'd had this year of just all this horrible stuff happening and then it was like and there's and it keeps on coming and then you know people couldn't see their families and i mean obviously i don't want to attribute those kind of things to this track but you know everyone was going through something of some kind at that time it felt very relentless at that point we'd had the autumn which sort of felt like we were pretty much in lockdown and then it was like christmas was coming and everyone was like christmas is cancelled and then after that four or five months really of being yeah cut off for even more time so it is that bolt of light that you need <laughs> that you need in your yeah. life and, and that's what it yeah that's what it gives 
The title, Second Story Sunlight, was inspired by an Edward Hopper painting. Who saw the painting? Where did you spot that? I think I think I I think it was me. I don't actually remember how we came across it. We quite spontaneous with like naming tracks and that kind of thing. It's usually just the, how things feel in a moment. Rob had this the 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 very first idea for the track Second Story Sunlight. Rob came up with sent it over to me because we were working completely remotely at that time. So I think we spent ten days in the studio together for the whole of last year, for the whole of twenty twenty. And the rest of it was just remote. So we'd, we'd be bouncing ideas back and forth. And I think I was looking at some article or something. Obviously, I couldn't be, I wasn't seeing art in person because no one was. And it just it just really struck a chord. And um, Edward Hopper, you know, especially some of his later work is really stunning and really, it just really connected. And there's like a, a stillness to that painting, but also a real, you know, brightness, luminescence. And it, it, it just made sense. And sometimes it's quite hard to, looking back, it's like, it was like, how, how did that come about? And you don't really know where your head was exactly at when it, but um, I just, I, I messaged Rob pretty much instantly. I was like, I think this is the track. And then from there, that was a nice catalyst for finishing the track. Um, and some tracks do not have that kind of nice story to them. Some of them are literally like, we love this piece of music. It's kind of just existed. Let's put it out. And that, that, and that, that's fine too, but it was nice to have a story. I think we liked having a story on this one. Yeah, we it's quite it. rare that you kind of have a fortuitous event where you stumble upon something that some way kind of resonates with you and has a connection with kind of the piece of music that you're you're trying to name. That doesn't always happen, so that's nice. Yeah, it's a lovely painting. I had a look at it before I got on the call. Sort of a cliffside nice. house and maybe like a mom and a daughter perhaps. One's reading and one's yeah. looking out to sea and... It did make me think of the beach and how <laughs> how much I want to go on holiday. Just the other week, I um I woke up and I just was like, I have to see the sea. I just need to see the sea. And I just drove down mm. to Brighton to see my friend because I just needed to be. I just needed some. Just needed to see the sea. <laughs> and it was That's lovely. lovely. Did you, were you were you born near the sea or anything? Did you grow up near the sea or? No, I didn't, but I'm, I've been, I've just been in London and I, I love London, but for me being in London is always great when you can go away and travel and go to other places yeah. and, you know, mm. visit the coast and stuff. And so, yeah, this year has been, it's been hard for that. I've been in London the whole year. So I just occasionally get cabin fever and I'm like, I just need, I need to see the big blue. <laughs> That's yeah. what happened. No, I, I feel that massively. <laughs> I mean, we're quite lucky because we are based kind of just on the edge of London with a bit of countryside as well. And that's been quite, that's been a bit of a relief, a bit of respite. And I, I haven't envied people who have been stuck in London. I mean, we love London and we will be heading there in some form soon, but it's been nice. It's come at a good time to not be in London, I feel. Well, not not completely in London because we do have the luxury of a bit of, a bit of green and a bit of fresh air. And it's been very restorative, yeah. for sure. Well, let's play Second Story Sunlight and I'll chat more with Aaron and Rob from Jakarta people after this. Second Story Sunlight, you're locked into Soho Radio Music Discovery with me, Georgie Rogers, and my guests this time are Jakarna People. I've got Rob and Aaron on the show. And yeah, Jakarna People, where did that come from? <laughs> we, we, were talk, we were talking about this the other day. It, again, it was a very spontaneous kind of moment. Just wanted to, Rob, Rob, you said it well the other day, we wanted to give the sense of a collective, um, yeah. collective energy 
because the the you know the emphasis in Jakarta people is never about me and Rob. It's about the music and hopefully connecting with people and being in spaces together. And and then Jakarta was just a <laughs> Jakarta is a little bird that uh, we just like we like the look of and the, the the name of. And it kind of it ticked that box for us in terms of a organic, natural sounding thing that no one really knew what it was. It could be anything. Could be anything. And that was important to us as well. So I don't know if that's a good story or not, but that is that's how it. <laughs> that's yeah, how it... namings, namings. It's funny how kind of two kind of unrelated words can kind of be ascribed some meaning when you kind of start to use them. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. But now it's I can't imagine being called anything else. It's like, of course, we're just kind of like <laughs> it, it's when actually it's just nothing until you make it something. So I think yeah, that's what, kind of what Rob's saying. Totally. And it's always really hard to come up with a name for a project. It's almost the hardest part, finding something that's Googleable, that feels right. And, that you know, oh, I mean, it's just tough. It's tough. It's hard yeah. to find a good name. No, and, and some people do it. Some people nail it. And some people don't. But often the people that don't, you know, still have amazing careers and people, <laughs> you know, those names become great because of who's making the music. Well, exactly. Uh, I always yeah. think of Oasis as an example of that. I mean, you think actually yeah. Oasis, terrible name. Terrible name. But you don't even really think, you know, it doesn't really, yeah. you know, rent yeah, it. Yeah, as well as a dreadful. Uh, you too, <laughs> terrible. You and the two, yeah, yeah terrible. God. So we talked a bit about the fact that you, yeah, you said that you only really have been in the studio for 10 days last year i think you said mm. um so yeah i mean the pandemic's obviously had such a, a huge impact on that kind of thing so normally would you have expected to have done a lot more studio time and and what you know what, as we're coming out of this will you try and get in a studio together or really have you just found a a process that works for you well it's interesting because like we're kind of going through a period now of uh, readapting our process you know we kind of became so used to to working remotely but like you do, you'd definitely lose something, you know, you lose a certain kind of spontaneity that you can't recreate when you're not in the room. And you get much more in your own head, I think, when you're working on your own, as opposed to kind of, yeah. you're bouncing off each other's energy kind of in a room. So yeah, I definitely think it's much better to be together in the room for us. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, we, we, because we've done that in different forms, loads, you know, that was, that's our default. So it was more about adapting the last year and we've done a lot more studio time uh, in 2021 actually i think we got to the point when vaccines are being had and all of that and we we're just like that's just uh, you know enough is enough and i think probably people have reached that threshold in a lot of their profession professional lives and i'm sure you have as well george you just found like breaking points for certain moments and you just had to say taking things into account and and, and you know I'm, I'm, i think we're seeing the benefits of it at the same time you know as I think I mentioned earlier, just like having the year and being able to work through it and be like come out with something really positive, you know, because the project started, you know, as the pandemic hit completely unplanned. Like we, you know, it was a bit before, I think, I think we dropped a track and then it was, we had a month and then it was into the pandemic. So to have this kind of focus and this thing to just carry us through it has probably been a huge thing for us, you know, professionally or whatever but also like personally as people just like oh god i can make some music now or uh, so it, i feel like the timing 
was pretty lucky for us actually in a lot of ways because maybe had it the pandemic been earlier we might have put things on ice or I don't, I don't know Rob we haven't really talked about that but I can see that having happened yeah we're very lucky to have kind of some clear direction and something to focus on during that time whereas a lot of people maybe didn't and also it's been really exciting actually because there's been a lot of ears on your music and you've picked up quite a lot of radio play so whilst it's been an unconventional time for releasing music I suppose it's come at a time where people people really have needed music I think in the last year to sort of provide solace and and just take you out of daily vibes so yeah it's actually been kind of exciting really because I suppose you've been able to sort of see it gain traction yeah yeah completely that, that's that been so weird actually just because you kind of you're just sitting back and you're putting stuff out into this weird digital world and if you're talking to people it's through a screen or whatever it is and that, that I mean it's been really humbling to be honest that people have engaged and because people you know that no one owes you anything and especially in a time when people just need to focus on themselves and their families it's you know anyone who's just given a bit of love to us or whatever it feels really really cool and you know we'll always have that even though it's been horrible I think everyone will probably feel like once we're through it big sense of like collective um yeah we did it uh you know and and me and Rob will have that in a small way but as you know I'm sure you're buzzing about things opening up as well Georgie like I'm, I'm sure you booked in loads of gigs and have you got gigs coming up what's your I... first first thing you're going to see festivals probably yeah, nice. I can't wait. If We Out Here happens, which is Giles Peterson and Worldwide's festival, if that yeah. happens, and then End of the Road as well. Mm. And then, yeah, other, yeah, some other gigs, definitely, but I haven't really... I've, I've sort of been a bit slow about booking in gigs. I don't know why. I guess I've I've still been a little bit sceptical and I didn't yeah. want to get disappointed again. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't it, the balance? Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think sceptical is healthy, right? But... But yeah, but definitely yeah. towards the towards the end of the year in autumn, I'm going to go out dancing and I'm going to go hopefully to festivals if they happen. But yeah, that that side of your music just hasn't been there, but it's given you time, I imagine, to think about it. Have the cogs been turning about? All right, what would our live show be? What are the possibilities we could explore? Lighting yeah, and visuals yeah. and all that. Massively. So we we just we just done a recorded performance for Big Weekend with BBC introducing and that was like a really great catalyst to be like what does it look like and we didn't actually have to worry about what does it look like because it was an audio performance it was a recording of that but yeah it really makes you excited and and we're you know we're, we're booking in some DJ sets and that that's like a nice thing to be able to do but I think we're just I think we're just going to try and be really ambitious with it not you know there's no rush because there's a backlog of two years of gigs so when it comes we want it to really connect and really pack a punch I think so but it is so exciting I mean I've, me and Rob have kind of been going over it you know because when we when we were back at playing in indie bands all we thought about doing was playing to playing at a festival or doing whatever so you know we're not there yet but next year you know it's it's exciting yeah it's so exciting you know we kind of had to shut off that part of our brains for for kind of a year just because there was no nothing on the cards at all um so it's really nice to to look forward to that yeah did either of you ever go to the Fortet tour where he played with the, it was an installation, I think Squid Soup did it and they just yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands of lights. Did either of you go to that? Yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah, you and Aaron, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I saw that Ali Pali. Um, yeah. that, that was pretty mind-blowing. Uh, just, just a stunning way to connect electronic sound to like a visual medium that 
people can appreciate whether or not they love the electronic music. That's why it's so good. That's that's when you really kill it in this world. I think you know making electronic music just music for people who aren't fans of the genre. Uh, and I'm sure a show like that just would would have blown anyone away. You know, and that's obviously the long term goal. Yes. Uh, to to do something like that. <laughs> I did. I did wonder. I just wondered if either of you had been to that because it. Yeah, I went. I went along to the Ali Pali one, and it just blew my mind. Yeah, like you say, it's just that the possibilities of of what you can do. And then I think of like floating points at Printworks. They had the whole of Printworks was basically, they'd flipped, because it's a really long, thin venue. Mm. They'd kind of flipped it horizontally and then projected loads and loads of artwork on the whole of the sort of long wall. And then floating points was kind of in there. I think of John Hopkins, you know, his visual shows are amazing. So it is, yeah, there's a lot I think now to reference or to to think about yeah. wow it could be really that big you know a few years down the line it's exciting yeah massively yeah so we're going to play farah is the next track so this was this is pre second story sunlight um, yeah. and and speaking of the, the slightly ravier moment like this has got a bit more of that kind of pumping ravey bass line to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell me a bit about about how farah came together how did farah come together so farah was a track that we we started writing right in the middle of the pandemic. So this was, it was a big turning point in our writing, I think, just in terms of exploring some more energetic sound and, you know, just trying to be a bit more experimental with how we approached it with some vocal sample stuff. And we were listening to a lot of field recordings of like flowing water and, um, and, and that we sampled that a lot in the track and that it just was all about momentum and energy. God, it's strange thinking back to that track. It's so funny. That came out a little while ago, but it feels way in the back of my head. I don't know about you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, we were listening to a lot of Japanese electronic music, I think, at the time, um, which has kind of a really kind of specific and amazing kind of quality and mood to it. I guess escapism would be the word that kind of springs to mind when thinking about that track, which is obviously quite uh, <laughs> quite pertinent given what everyone was going through at the time. And I think that's kind of what we we're looking to channel with with far some kind of transcendence it's a gorgeous track and i think we should hear it so this is farah and this is jacana people on soho radio sound of farah you're listening to soho radio i've got jacana people i've got rob and aaron on the show this week and what is next you know we've had this second story sunlight was the latest single um and there's a few tracks up on your spotify you know if, if people are coming to you new now that there's lots to listen to there's lots of great stuff and a few remixes and things what is in the pipeline is there an ep is there an album yeah we are we're putting together something kind of longer form towards the end of the year, which is really exciting. I don't know whether we can talk too specifically about it yet because it's we're still putting it together. But yeah, I mean, there's loads of music to come, you know, some of our best stuff yet, we think. And it'll be nice to explore something that's a bit more in-depth, you know, obviously with a longer form EP or whatever we're going to call it, we'll be able to put together a bit more of a body of work. And so that's really exciting. And we've got some really exciting collaboration stuff as well which we can't really talk about but yeah that's uh we've been putting a lot of time into that 
as well, Rob, haven't we? And we've been loving that. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just really nice to kind of just keep kind of evolving as producers and writers and kind of think of things in a in a larger sense as well. You know, we've been kind of very single focused up to now. Um which kind of is quite liberating in a sense because you know it's kind of you say your piece in, you know, three to five minutes or whatever, but it's it's kind of you can expand things when you start thinking about um you know kind of longer longer bodies of work well isn't it exciting <laughs> it feels really <laughs> really exciting it seems like you guys have been busy working on a lot of stuff and i'm really looking forward to seeing how the next year pans out for you yeah we're buzzing to share we'll send over some new stuff when we have it georgie it'll be not too long till the next bit so till the next yeah. something the next, the next something. something it'll be something <laughs> it'll be something i can't wait to hear it and thank you so much for being on the show and thanks for your time guys yeah thank you so much for having us georgie it was really really lovely to do this yeah. lovely to chat to you